Welcome to episode two of the What's Not Seen podcast with me, Georgia T. Episode two is going to be all about fruit of the spirit and motherhood. Um, I really enjoy Galatians 5. The fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. That is a lot to keep in mind as you live your life um, and interact with others and even just with yourself inside of yourself. So I really, this is one of the key verses of the Bible that has always stuck with me in my life. One that I've tried to memorize, which I do not have it memorized (laughs) real life right here, but I do want to practice in it. And that's why I've created this podcast so that we can learn and practice and grow together. So maybe you've never heard of Galatians 5, you know, Um, so now today you have. And these are the things that we should be doing. Um, And I would say not even just as Christians, but especially as Christians. Um, The key part is the end. Where it says, against such, there is no law. Um, You know, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I'm pretty sure if you asked any human being on earth, you know, are these things good or bad? I'm pretty sure the majority of those people would tell you these are good skills to have and to practice. So today I want to talk about not all of these skills, but just um, a handful of them and how they apply to motherhood. So how many of you out there are mothers? I'm raising my hand on my end because I'm a mother um, to two right now. I'm growing my third um, and I also have a bonus son. So I can also speak to being a stepmother. Even though we're not in the same household, I still interact with him. You know, when he's here, I take care of him, feed him, you know, just like I do my other children. So I definitely need to practice and grow in these skills because I'm not going to lie. Being a stepmother does not come easily to me. Um... He's been through a lot. I'm not going to give, you know, too much of his life story because that's his personal business, you know, but he's been through a lot. Um, He has not had a, you know, a cushioned, easy life. He's seen a lot, you know, he's heard a lot. So he has his own ways of thinking and acting and those ways that he thinks and acts do not always line up with how I feel children should think or act, you know. So it's definitely a struggle for me to demonstrate and practice these fruits, you know, the fruit of the spirit when I'm interacting with him. And that's something that I do pray about. And not just with, you know, him being a stepmom. I don't want to make it like I'm the evil stepmother because I'm not. That's why I'm definitely self-aware and want to grow in these things because I do love him and I want to be you know, the best role model and influence, you know, and bonus mom to him. But also interacting with my own kids. There are times when I do not have patience. 
I am not kind, you know, I lose my self-control, you know, and we're going to learn more about those things today. So let's just dive in. So the first um, fruit I would like to talk about is love. So the definition for love, according to the Bible, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 5, it says love is patient, kind, does not envy, boast, it's not, it does not, you know, it's not proud, it does not dishonor, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, and it keeps no record of wrongdoings. Now, I am extremely convicted when it says keeps no record of wrongdoings because in my brain, I keep records of wrongdoings. I'm like, today, you know, you knocked over this. You didn't listen to me when I told you to do this. You know, in school, you got this. You know, what's going on with you? But if you're truly demonstrating love, you're not keeping records of everything that your child does that's wrong. You know, and maybe that's not your issue. You know, maybe you don't do that like I do. <laughs> maybe you get angered easily. You know, I understand, you know. Um, so yeah, just be, I guess, aware that we need to be patient with our kids, which is something I'm going to talk about later, kind, also something I'm going to talk about later, you know, does not envy. And with that one, you're probably like, why in the world would I envy my kids? But some people, you know, as a parent, you didn't live the life that your child is living now or receive the blessings that God is giving to your child. And maybe inside of yourself, if you're being honest, you know, at times you do envy certain things that your child gets to do. I know for myself, speaking on my experience, um, an example of this is my daughter. She's eight. Um, you know, her father's family, we're not together anymore, but uh, they are pretty well off. And they get to, you know, when she, oh, there's my son. Whenever they're together, they get to travel. What? And she's been to more states. Than I've been in my whole life, you know, and that can't, could possibly be a point of, you know, envy for me that she's more cultured than I am. And I'm almost 30 and she's only eight and she's gotten to experience more than I have in my life. So, you know, it's just those things that we need to be aware of and let them go. Um, so that's love. Now I want to move on. And as you see that I talk about these things, a revelation that I had as I was writing my notes is that they kind of overarch each, um, overarch each other. And you'll see that as I continue. So love was the first thing we talked about. You know, when you are giving love to your children, you're patient, you're kind, you're not envying them. You know, you do not boast about things. Um you're not proud um, you don't dishonor your children you are not self-seeking so maybe living through your children you know to benefit yourself um, and like I said you're not easily angered and you keep no record of wrongs now let's move on to gentleness so according to Oxford language all I did was I went to Google and I typed in 
gentleness definition and this is what popped up quality of being kind tender or mild mannered so applying this to scripture i found the um, chapter well bible book james so we're in james now and the chapter is 3 verse 13 it says by his good conduct he should show that his works are done in the gentleness that comes from wisdom now the key i guess phrase in this scripture that i would like to focus on is that gentleness comes from wisdom and i would like to move on you know what does it mean like wisdom where does that come from how does that relate to being gentle well in james chapter 1 verse 5 it says now if any of you lacks wisdom he should ask god who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly and it will be given to him now many of i do want to put like a disclaimer side note that some of these bible verses if not all of them i did kind of paraphrase a little bit so that's why i'm giving you the book, the chapter, the verse, so that you can read them for yourself. I'm not changing any language or adding my own things. It's just some of them, you know, I would kind of pick the part of the whole verse that I wanted to talk about. So if you want to read more, that information is provided for you so that you could look, you know, explore yourself. And I definitely do encourage that um, for your own reference and understanding now it says that if you lack wisdom you need to ask god so where does wisdom come from can we just read books and go to college and that's how we get wise no we need to ask god for wisdom and what is a product of being wise when you are wise you are able to be gentle okay so the more wise you are, it's you're able to be kind, as the definition says, according to Oxford language. You're able to be kind, tender, and mild-mannered when you gain wisdom from God. Um, and of course, we want to be kind, tender, and mild-mannered to our children because hopefully we don't want children that are the opposite of those things. I want a kind child, you know. My daughter's pretty mild-mannered, and that's a blessing to ourselves and others when our children demonstrate those qualities. So it's good for us, you know, to be able to model that. The next thing I would like to talk about is kindness. So the definition, once again, according to Oxford language, is the quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. Now, in Ephesians chapter 4 verses 31 through 32 it says let all bitterness anger and wrath shouting and slander be removed from you along with all malice and be kind and compassionate to one another forgiving one another just as God also forgave you in Christ now one thing that convicts me about being kind is when it says put away shouting and slander be removed from you i don't know about you all but when my kid when i'm stressed out and my kids are just getting on my nerves to be honest i am a shouter i can do it um i really have to be pushed and heated for it to come out but yeah i was just telling my partner it was funny because the other day i told my partner 
because he's a shouter and he admits it and he knows it. And I told him, I was like, no, I'm not really a shouter. I was like, that's not really my thing. And then one of the kids did something and I found myself before I knew it shouting, yelling at, you know, the child. And I had to go back and be honest and have an honest moment with him. And I'm like, you remember how I said I'm not a shouter? I was like, well, I realized that I shout too. <laughs> so it's not good. In the Bible, it says, let all bitterness, anger and wrath, shouting and slander be removed from you along with all malice. So that's something personally, maybe you need to work on not shouting too, but it's here in Ephesians that part of demonstrating kindness is to not scream and shout at people. So that's something I'm definitely going to have to note, especially anger. And I can be bitter. Okay. Like if you break something because you're not listening, that's, and it's especially something I like, I'm going to be a little bitter about it. Just being honest. Like I'm going to be thinking in my brain, how, you know, like how mad that made me, how you're not once again, recording all of your wrongdoings and it will make me bitter. I can hold a grudge if I, you know, let myself for a long time. And according to Ephesians, the Bible, we do not need to do that. We need to let this stuff go and be, you know, not get angry. And I know that's hard, but that's where, once again, we turn to God and ask him for the wisdom to be able to be gentle and to do these things. Because part of the definition, according to Oxford language, if you're gentle, you're being kind. It says the quality of being kind, tender or mild manner. So like I said, it overarches when you're being kind, when you're demonstrating kindness, you're also demonstrating gentleness. Um, so, yeah, let's move on to self-control. This is an area that I need practice on, not only in motherhood, but across the board in so many different aspects of my life. But that is a topic for another episode, maybe many other episodes about self-control. But um, self-control says, the definition for that one is, the ability to control oneself in particular, one's emotions and desires, or the expression of them in one's behavior, especially in difficult situations. So that was according to the Oxford language when I just googled the definition of self-control. Now it says in particular one's emotions and desires or expression of them in your behavior especially in difficult situations. Okay it is so hard to have self-control in a difficult situation. Are you with me? Like I know in difficult situations like I can just feel it like my body clues you know your heart your brain starting to race like your body just feeling uncomfortable like I can feel those rising in me in difficult situations and it's hard to control your emotions or maybe your desires and your behavior and that's something that the fruit of the spirit says we have as Christians is self-control and that is something we demonstrate so we definitely need to practice self-control. And according to 
1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27. It says, I discipline my body and bring it under strict control so that after preaching to others, I myself will not be disqualified. So that really convicted me because I'm like, it tells you that you need to bring your body under strict control so that after preaching to others and what do we do with, you know, to our children, we teach them, we preach to them, you know, be nice to others. Don't hit your brother, share, you know, and we need to demonstrate that through our own self-control. Like I said, with shouting. You know, how do I expect my kids not to shout at one another if I'm shouting at them? So it all overarches and loops together. And it says, so I myself will not be disqualified. You know, you tell your kids don't eat snacks before dinner, but then they look at you and you're eating Oreo cookies. And they're like, but mom, you get the cookies. And it's like, do as I say, not as I do. Well, actually, according to the Bible, you should do as I do because I'm going to model what you should be doing. So that's another point. And like I said, that is definitely something self-control is an area that I definitely could grow in. Is anybody with me? (laughs) All right. Now we're going to move on to patience. The definition of patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, um, to tolerate delay, trouble or suffering without getting angry or upset. Now that kind of goes back to self-control. If you have self-control, you can be patient. Um, According to um, James chapter 1 verses 19 through 20 says, Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. For human anger does, does not accomplish God's righteousness. So anytime we are feeling ourselves getting angry with our children, just know that it's in the end, if you're doing anything out of anger, it's not going to accomplish God's righteousness. You're not going to be able to display these, you know, the fruit of the spirit in anger. It's just not going to happen. And almost every point that we've touched in, it's spoken on not being angry. So that's definitely something that I notice, and hopefully you notice too, that we need to be slow to anger and to just let it go and practice in any way that we can. I don't have the answers. Like I said, I'm here to grow with you and to learn with you and to practice with you. I don't have the answers. That's for you to do some research on your own and myself too. And to just, I don't know, dig deep and find out what works for you to keep you from being angry. But one thing that might help is the next fruit. And that is peace. And the definition of peace is freedom from disturbance. Now you're probably thinking, I have a toddler, I have a newborn, and I have three teenagers. How in the world am I going to have freedom from disturbance? Okay, I have three under three. What are you talking about, lady? (laughs) Well, Philippians 4, 7 through 8 says, The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable. If there is any moral excellence and if there is anything praiseworthy, dwell on those things. And just like gentleness, where does peace come from? 
it comes from God. So we need to go to God. It says the peace of God. So not peace in, you know, your crystal rocks or your sage, not that. The peace of God, or maybe not the peace of your bottle of wine, you know, your glass of wine at the end of a long day, not that kind of peace. Mm -mm. The peace of God, it says, which surpasses all understanding. It will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus. And you play a part in that. Like it's not just, oh, you know, you go to God. You have to act on these things. So what can I do to bring myself peace after calling on God and depending on him? It says, whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, if there is any moral excellence and if there is anything praiseworthy, dwell on these things. So you need to focus on the good in your life. Like they say, do a gratitude, a gratitude journal, you know, just or just think about what you're grateful for. That brings you peace. There's a reason why experts or whoever, YouTube people, who bloggers, whoever tell you to make a gratitude journal that it helps. That's not anything new. It says it right here. Philippians 4, 7 through 8. Focus on the good in your life. Anything that's praiseworthy, that's what you should be thinking of. That will bring you peace. So, friends, I am not going to try to make this podcast super long, this episode. I don't want to dilly-dally, I guess, or just talk in circles. But I do want to wrap up. Um, I want to read Galatians 5 one more time, and I want to talk about the points that I covered in relation to motherhood. So Galatians 5 once again says the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Today we talked about love, gentleness, kindness, self-control, patience, and peace um, and how they connect to motherhood. It would be awesome if we could share out um, what we do to help us grow in these skills, because maybe what you do to help yourself, you know, remind you to be gentle with your kids or kind or have self-control or ways that you show love to your children. Um, you know, what do you do to help bring you peace? You know, how do you call on God or ways that you can, you know, slip away for a minute to spend time with God to get that peace? And how do you, you know, practice patience? How are you mindful of that? It would be great to share those things out. Or even if we're not on that type of platform to be able to share with one another, you know, focus on these things and maybe bullet point, write down or just think about how you can grow and how you show, how you do these things already with your family. Um, so I'll say them one more time. Love, gentleness, kindness, self-control, patience, and peace. I really hope you all enjoyed today's episode and I so look forward to discussing fruits of this fruit of the spirit again in our next episode, but this time in regard to relationships. All right, everybody until next time.